from America. You're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. Jeremy Harrell. Eastern Standard Time, and you're locked and loaded right here on LFA TV. I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving host of this show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. We're broadcasting from the live, free, or die Granite State of New Hampshire. It's me. It's my boy, producer Eli. And ladies and gentlemen, you let us know where you're from, so we can give you a shout-out, as always. How about Tammy on this beautiful Monday morning? Majogo is in the building. How are you? New building looks amazing. Thank you very much. J-Dog is in the building. Keith Day 77. Happy to see Eli. Kelly is in the building. How are you? Good to see you. Tom from Wisconsin. Rockin' Rev Dean is in the building. How are you, Rockin'? Arthur is here. Good to see you. Janet is in the building. Bill from Bixby. Bill from Bixby. Gotta love it. Laterer is here. How are you? Cheryl from Minnesota is watching. That's right. New studio. Diane in the building. And one more. Let's give it to Rhonda from Arizona. God bless you guys. As you can see, it's a little bit different in here, right? And uh, I think we what we should do right now is maybe pop on, um, pop on the, uh, the 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 producer Eli Cam, so you guys can uh, can can see our uh, our beloved producer that you guys have been you know funding to be here for the last couple of years. We even got a hundred dollars from Tina. Uh, Eli, if you want to uh, say hi, it's all you, my friend. LFA family, what is going on? I am so pumped and proud to be here finally and in your face. You'll be seeing a lot more of me. In his face, that's right. So ladies and gentlemen, that is producer Eli right there. And yes, we're still working out some audio stuff. It sounds like he's in a can, uh, but he is in the corner. Not in a can, but he is in the corner, as you can see. But he's all happy. He's over there with three screens surrounding him like some kind of a nerd and uh, doing nerd work as Janet Spikes just became a monthly rumble ranter. Now, as you can also see, if you were watching this morning's show, you see that I am more mobile because I am standing up. I am not sitting down. I have a new, st- a new setup here. We don't have three single separate TVs um, portrait up uh, b- behind me now. We have one big, massive uh, background, which is great. We also have another wall over there, which I will be periodically taking my headphones off and going over there to that TV to stand by another big screen to show charts and other things of that nature. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, we, uh, we really want to thank you for your patience as we moved into the new studio. There will be changes as we go out throughout the next day, uh, week, two weeks. We'll be adding more camera views. Thank you, Arthur. God bless you, man. We appreciate you, brother. We hope your business is doing well. More camera views. The sound will be better, but this was like, this was a super fast attempt uh, to make sure that we got where we needed to get as soon as we could. RJ Cat, thank you very much for that donation of $100. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, like I said, we didn't have to buy a lot of new equipment, but what we did have to do is we did have to buy, uh, I mean, we did have to uh, take everything that we already bought and kind of repurpose it. 
So Frankie came up this weekend, producer and Eli, producer Eli and producer Frankie and myself. We work till 10, 11 o'clock at night, some nights trying to get things done. But as I see right now, we have 2,500 people watching in here. We're eight minute past, past the hour. We've got a video to show. So God bless you guys all for being here. We can talk a lot more about the new studio, about the Eli cam, as you can see as he's working right there, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, But right now we got to show President Trump because he's in court this morning. That's right. He's in court to, this morning defending what? Defending, I don't know, the, the, uh, the value of his property. I mean, the Democrats purposely went in and devalued all his property so they could make it look like he's committing a crime by doing some kind of a tax evasion or something, saying his properties are worth, or I mean, are worth much more than they actually are. So, that, you know, they're, they're, if, if they can't get him the right way, then they'll go the, the, uh, the, the corrupt way. And it makes you think, did they ever really, ever really get Capone? Or was Capone even innocent? Who knows? I mean, we know they created prohibition, so they created criminals, and then they put him in prison. Hmm. Anyway, President Trump is in court this morning, and this is what he had to say. Roll it. This is a continuation of the single greatest witch hunt of all time. We have a rogue judge who rules that properties are worth a tiny fraction, one one-hundred, a tiny fraction of what they actually are. We have a racist attorney general who's a horror show who ran on the basis that she was going to get Trump before she even knew anything about me. She used this to run for governor. She failed in her attempt to run for governor. She had virtually no polling. She came back and she said, well, now I'll go back to get Trump again. And this is what we have. It's a scam. It's a sham. It's a scam and it's a sham. Everybody knows that Mar-a-Lago is worth a heck of a lot more than $18 million. It's an entire estate with land, more land than most people have in that region. And you're saying it's only worth 18. Look, Mar-a-Lago is worth over $100 million by any, um, by any real estate agent out there, any, any, uh, any, any uh, average home numbers, uh, costs, uh, price for uh, home and land in that area, it's definitely worth upwards of $100, $100 million or more. Kristen Donovan, congrats on the new studio. Thank you for all you do. Well, thank you so very much. We've got a lot of donors here today, folks. We've got, uh, we got Kristen Donovan. We got Rosa. We got Arthur. We've got Tina with $100. We got Lowerty with a $50 donation. Wow, thank you so much. We got Liberty Shines with a $5 donation. We've got Danny with a, um, or is it Deny, with a $10 donation. And like I said, Kristen Donovan, we really appreciate you guys. Um, we know that... Uh, we know that you guys want us to succeed and you want us to get bigger. And, and so, but here we go. And, and you wonder why, you wonder why they're pursuing him as much as they can. Well, because they can't get him legally. So they got to try to get him a different way. If they can't get him legally, they've got to go illegally. But there's a reason why. And it's because of his poll numbers. He's experiencing higher poll numbers now than he was two weeks ago. He's experiencing higher numbers two weeks ago than he was two months prior to that. Why is that? I'll tell you why, ladies and gentlemen. It's because America is not buying it, and we're not going to allow anything to happen to him. Roll this clip. My games. You know, when a debate goes on, and it's, it's so bad for a party, you know, a debate, these people, I got one guy, Asa Hutchinson. Ada, I call him Ada. Don't ask me why. He goes boring. He is boring. But he's a nasty guy. We will stop. The guy has zero. Why would he be on a debate? Why would he be on a stage? Sloppy Chris Christie, he's at 2%. All, he's like a deranged person. He suffers from Trump derangement syndrome. We don't like Donald Trump. I'm going to stop Donald Trump if the guy starts crying. What a loser. These, these people are so bad. They're so bad. They're so bad. I mean, Nikki Haley says, I will never run against our president when she's leaving. He's a great president. I will never run against our president. Then she announces she's running like nothing happened. I call her bird brain like nothing happened. That's her new nickname. It'll catch on when you get to know her. No, but think of it. Think of it. She announced, I will never hear it on tape. We put it up on truth. Does everybody go through social, please? That's my only voice. 
I got like 90 million people on Twitter. I should have 200 million, by the way. They cut it way back, but that's all right. We call it X. What was that all about, X? What's going on? And they're waiting for me to come, but I got truth. Truth has been incredible. You know, we have, we have like a 60-point lead everywhere. I did that with truth. I didn't do that with anything else. But the voices are in truth. What a job they're doing. And that's why, ladies and gentlemen, that, those reasons why, the poll numbers, the fact that he's still climbing without a popular social media company like Twitter or X, what's that all about, huh? X, uh, truth. That's how he's doing it. Just the plain old, simple, good old-fashioned truth. And speaking of truth, ladies and gentlemen, I think it's time we see a little truth right now by going to our verse of the day, which is Proverbs, if you want to open your Bibles, Proverbs 29, 15. And Proverbs, Proverbs, excuse me, 29, 15 says this. Or excuse me, 29, 16. I'm sorry, 16. When the wicked are multiplied, transgression increases, but the righteous will see their fall. We talked about that this morning. We talked about that this morning on Rise Up. We talked about the fact that they will fall because God promises to get vengeance on the people that are hurting you, silencing you, suppressing you, doing everything they can to destroy your life. You don't have to oversee it. You don't even have to see it happen. God doesn't say that you will see their fall. He says the righteous will see their fall. And we talked this morning about how I cannot be, I cannot be that person that sees the justice being administered because it will get me to a point where my flesh will want to mock them. You know what I mean? And we talked about this this morning. How many times have you been driving? Somebody drives by you hundred miles an hour, all reckless. And you go, I hope that person gets into a car accident or gets arrested. And then five miles down the road, you see them either in a wreck or you see them arrested, pulled over and you laugh. Well, that's not how we should be as much as it's great to do that. That's the flesh that wants to do that. So you don't always have to be the righteous that sees the fall. Just know that God promises that, all right? Now, in Jesus' name, please remove your hats and let's go to the Lord in prayer all together for the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, we have 3,600 people watching 15 minutes into the show. If you could kindly and ever so humbly do me a favor, share the video, get it out there to your friends and family, because, ladies and gentlemen, it is time to rock and roll. Now, I know I don't have my Rise Up coffee. I know I'm drinking Dunkin's. Well, that's because, number one, there's a Dunkin' Donuts right next door. So i got to be super careful of that or I'm going to be blown up Jeremy again. I'm going to be, I'm gonna be uh, Chris Crispy, Chris, Christy Jeremy if I am not careful. But we don't have everything. I'm going to tell you what. We worked so incredibly hard and so incredibly long through the night. We didn't even have paper down here to write on because we were trying to make sure that the setup was done. So we got to still get everything from the other studio. We got to still bring over everything that we possibly can from the other place, including our coffee machine, because I don't like drinking Dunkin's. I don't even have my Smarties and my Dum Dums. We'll get there, folks. Patience, patience. Somebody said the system sounds better as well, Eli. Weird crisper looking too, Eli says. Maybe that's because the camera's closer to us, you think? Maybe it's because we're not zoomed in from all the way across the room like we were before? Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's get right to it. First slurp of the day already happened, so let's get through it. Did you guys see Democrat Representative Jamal Bowman trying to, I don't know, subvert a proceeding that was going on, an official proceeding about probably one of, if not the most important things in the world? which is our budget, our money, our credit rating, our people working throughout government and below. Jamal Bowman, a Democrat, decided to go full FBI January Fed surrection on Congress and pull the fire alarm 
so that he could stop the proceeding and the vote of the people in charge of the House, which is the Republicans in the House of Representatives. This happened, ladies and gentlemen. Somebody said, why can't I give a thumbs up today? I don't know. That's a good question. Maybe refresh and see if it's already there. I'm refreshing and I see 857 rumbles with 3,719 people watching. Let's continue to share. Let's continue to like. That man gets more than the Dumb Dumb Award. We're just going to go right ahead, skip the Dumb Dumb Award award, and go right to this for Jamal Bowman. All right, right here. There it is. I'm a loser. You're a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. So, Eli, you and I, we were both... On January 6th, we were both in Washington, D.C., correct? We were both there, and uh, we left an hour or so before the FBI Fedsurrection breach, and uh, we got visited by the FBI. I wonder, Eli, do you think that Representative Bowman, as I switch to the camera to you now, do you think Representative Bowman will also be visited by the FBI for pulling the fire alarm? I doubt it. What? You don't, you think, don't that think that he'll, he'll be, be uh, uh, that he'll, that he'll be, be visited? visited? Uh, maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I, I say no, ladies and gentlemen. And we sorry, we're sorry for the uh, the sound. We got a lot of uh, we got a lot of kickback and echo. We'll get that fixed. But uh, I, I don't think that he'll be visited by the FBI. I don't even think he'll be even talked to by the uh, Democrat minority leader, which would be in House of Representatives. Um, Hakeem Jeffries. I doubt he'll even be talked to. I doubt he'll even be spoken to, let alone the FBI visiting him. But ladies and gentlemen, he did it. There's pictures of it. There's video of it. And I want to go and I want to talk about that right now because now he's asking for forgiveness in a statement. Lies and claims that the fire alarm that he pulled would open the door. Democrat Representative Jamal Bowman, a Democrat from where else but New York, has found himself in a little hot water after pulling the fire alarm of the Capitol building to shut down congressional proceedings. Effectively, Bowman's actions were aimed at obstruction, a crucial obstructing, excuse me, a crucial vote that would have kept the government operational. The Capitol Police have released the photo. Now, if you've not seen the photo, I'll pop it on for you right now. Here it is. That is the photo of Jamal Bowman pulling the fire alarm. This is stopping an official proceeding. This is exactly why the FBI decided to visit me and many others around the country. This right here. For obstructing an official congressional proceeding. That's why. That's their main reason. Not for anybody being hurt, not for windows being broken. Their main reason is an insurrection. We tried to stop an effect and we tried to stop an official proceeding. President Trump slammed it. You know President Trump, he's going to come out and say stuff about it. He says um, he was asked, a reporter asked, um, Well, actually, that was, that was when he was asked about uh, Gavin Newsom. Um, okay, here we go. President Trump, when asked about Democrat Representative Jamal Bowman, pulled the fire alarm in Washington, D.C. to shut down Congress, um, President Trump called for his arrest. Said, today there are 100 of uh, Trump supporters who walked inside the Capitol, inside the Capitol doors, shook hands with police, and were sentenced, sentenced to months and years in federal prison. Many of them were charged for interfering with an official proceeding, which is exactly what Bowman did. And Trump calls for his immediate arrest. He said, a lot of people are saying, what are you going to do about January 6th? He says, I don't think you're going to be disappointed. I can tell you that. You want to know why? Because Donald Trump is going to come in. He's going to pardon everyone. Unless they actually physically harmed somebody. I guarantee you he's going to pardon everybody. And he's going to go after the people who actually did it. The Fed surrection, right? Nancy Pelosi. People like Representative Bowman. We got to go after these people. Trump knows it. He says he should be arrested immediately. Question is, do you think he will? Let's go to the Rumble chat. Rumble. 
LFA family, do you think that Jamal Bowman will see any, any repercussions for what he's done? Let's pull up the Rumble chat and find out. Let's see. No one is above the law, they say. Well, sounds like somebody is above the law. Sounds like somebody is above the law. Democrats, mostly. Nope, no way. Corruption at its finest. Felony charges now, but most people think nothing will happen. No, heck no. Jeremy, can I visit your new studio in the future? Of course you can. Of course you can. This is the LFA family studio. Look at that. Nobody thinks anything is going to happen because of this, at least in the immediate future. And you know what? I'm with you. Because if something would have happened, something or something was going to happen, it would have already happened. They already have the pictures. Capitol Police already released the pictures, folks. Go get him. He did it. And now he's asking for forgiveness. So he's admitted that he did it. He said he thought it would open the doors. Eli, have you ever, um, have you ever pulled a fire alarm to open a door? No. Yeah, no, me neither. Me neither. I've never had to pull a fire alarm to open a door. Now, I've had to hit those, Eli, I've had to hit those, uh, you know, like the, uh, the wheelchair accessible pads. You know those? You hit those, you can go through the, you know, it opens up the door automatically. But I've never saw a door open automatically by hitting a fire alarm. I guess, I guess they, things work differently in the swamp, ladies and gentlemen. Now, speaking of the swamp, we can go ahead and put in a motion to vacate. I think that's going to happen here probably this week. But the House passed a 45-day stopgap last-minute bill to fund the government for 45 days. And do you want to know that Kevin McCarthy is so upset over it? He says he doesn't even want to be a Republican anymore. Well, good. You never were anyway. Dip shift. The House of Representatives passed a last-minute bill to keep the government funded for an additional 45 days, narrowly averting a government shutdown. Boo! That would have commenced at 12.01 a.m. The beer, the bill, uh, spearheaded by Kevin McCarthy, now heads to the Senate where it's expected to pass. With a 335 to 91 vote, the House approved a 45-day temporary funding measure that excludes, let me say that one more time, excludes, not includes, border security. And guess what else, Eli? You ready for this? $6 billion for Ukraine. $6 billion more for Ukraine. Amazing. What's that? No, we're broke. The bill includes provisions for disaster relief, funds that likely swayed some Democrats to vote in favor. That's not the only thing that McCarthy's asking for Democrats. Remember how he was lambasting Gates for saying you're working with Democrats? Well, <laughs> 90 GOP knows and one Democrat no. Hmm. That was for the, the bill to be passed, okay? Socialist AOC celebrated the passing of the resolution, calling it a win-win. Well, it's not a win for me, Eli. Here's what went down. We just won a clean 45-day government extension. Who won? Oh, you in Congress? We the people didn't win. I didn't win. Eli, you win anything? No. Check my mail. Nothing there. Check your mail. Publishers, house, anything? You win anything? I didn't win anything either. She says... Stripped GOP's earlier 30% cuts to Social Security admin, etc. Staved off last-minute anti-immigrant hijinks and averted a shutdown for now. Mm. Mm. Last-minute anti-immigrant hijinks. That means border security, folks. So, Kevin McCarthy, you handed a win to AOC and the Democrats for the third time now. And you've been speaker for not even a year. You are a scumbag pile of human excrement. I would rather lay next to, hug and kiss a cow patty that was just fresh from the cow's rear end than to have a civil conversation with Kevin McCoward as 4,100 people are in the show. Please do me a favor, rumble the video and share the video. So, will Matt Gates make good on his promise? That's the question. Let's find out. Now is Republican Congressman Matt Gates of Florida, 
who has been Speaker Kevin McCarthy's chief antagonist in all of this. So I want to start right with what you've been saying all along, uh, that you would uh, move to oust him as Speaker, and what McCarthy said just yesterday. Take a listen. That's all right if Republican and Democrats join together to do what is right. If somebody wants to make a motion against me, bring it. Bring it? There bring has it? to be an adult in the room. So are you going to do it? Or are you going to move to oust him? Kevin McCarthy's going to get his wish. I don't think the adult in the room would allow America to sit atop a $33 trillion debt facing $2.2 trillion annual deficits. I don't think the adult in the room would allow $8 trillion of this debt to come into refinancing at a higher level without serious spending cuts. And I don't think the adult in the room would lie to House conservatives. And that is exactly what Kevin McCarthy did. In January, to get the speakership, Kevin had to agree to certain guardrails on spending. And he had to agree to a process that would allow us to put some downward pressure on spending. Since the mid-90s, this country has been governed by revolving continuing resolution and omnibus spending bill. And what that means is that America's lawmakers take one up or down vote on the funding of the entire government. That is crazy. That is the reason we're 33 trillion in debt. We want to move to single subject spending bills. So he made that commitment. He broke it. And if at this time next week, Kevin McCarthy is still Speaker of the House, it will because, be because the Democrats bailed him out and he can be their speaker, not mine. So, so there you go. So I'll bring it back to that in a minute. I'll bring it back to this in a minute. But he says the Democrats can bail him out. That means that Kevin McCarthy is working behind closed doors as we speak to make sure that we keep Democrats voting with him to keep him as speaker. Then our own party. What does that tell you? What does that tell you about Kevin McCarthy? Because Kevin McCarthy has been saying that Matt Gates is a disgrace because he's working with Democrats. What does that make you? He just said, there needs to be a Democrat in the room. Like uh, Gates says, do Democrats lie to people? Do Democrats make deal? I mean, do, uh, do, do adults lie to people? Do adults make deals and contracts that they don't make good on? Because that's what we're doing here, Kevin. We're here because you didn't do what you said you would do. Not because of something that other people feel about you. Because you're not doing what you said you would do. That's simple. Finish the clip. This week. Okay. That's why now, I came on the show this now, week. Now, now, now look, it, it takes only one person, obviously, you, uh, to, to call for a vote uh, to remove him, so-called uh, motion to vacate. But you would need a majority to remove him, which means you're going to need de Democrats to remove him. Do you really think that Democrats are going to vote to remove Kevin McCarthy because he made a deal with Democrats? No. I actually think Democrats are going to bail out Kevin McCarthy. So this is an exercise to show the American people who really governs you and how that governing occurs. So I'm on a mission to change it where we're evaluating these bills independently. Kevin McCarthy is off making a secret deal on Ukraine as he's baiting Republicans to vote for a continuing resolution that doesn't include Ukraine. So the one thing Democrats, Republicans, the White House that we all have in common is that, Dem is that Kevin McCarthy at one point or another has lied to all of us. But if they want to keep him, then he belongs to them. If they want to keep him, then fine. He belongs to them. And no, I don't think that we'll get enough votes to remove him because the Democrats will bail him out. And even if they don't, the rhino Republicans will as well. But guess what? You could do a motion to vacate every day. And that could be something that happens every single day if you've got enough people with testicular uh, fortitude or vaginal fortitude, if you want to call it that, to stand up with a spine of concrete or a steel spine, and say, motion to vacate. And everybody could do this. Democrats could do it too. But Matt's right. This is, a, this is to show the American people who really governs you. And who really governs you sounds a little bit more like Hakeem Jeffries than it does your Republican Party. How many of you believe Kevin McCarthy over Matt Gates? If you believe Gates, say Gates. If you believe McCarthy, say McCarthy. Now, McCarthy's getting tough. Eli, McCarthy's getting tough. McCarthy says to Gates and anybody else, bring it. In his most pedophile, tiny voice, bring it. You want to do a motion, then bring it. Oh, we'll bring it. We'll bring it. Eyebrows Matt Gates is going to bring it with all of his eyebrows. All of his eyebrow, all of his eyebrow power. So you know what Kevin McCarthy's doing to get back at Gates? This is how you know how much of a piece of trash he really is. 
Eli, you ready for this? Kevin McCarthy is working with Democrats to oust Matt Gates from Congress. Why? Because of a House ethics complaint and an investigation that's going on against him. So now they're looking to expel Matt Gates based on the findings from this ongoing ethics committee investigation, which, by the way, he's already been cleared by law enforcement, by any wrongdoing. And they're trying to oust him. Usually, it's Democrats who try to oust Republicans, not Republicans. So if Republicans are trying to oust a Republican that seems to be fighting for you, kind of like Trump does, well then, ladies and gentlemen, I think you can understand what's actually happening here. But let's get to it. And this is, that's the sickening thing about Kevin McCarthy, too. Is he such a dirty pile of scumbag trash that he will work with Democrats to get rid of anybody MAGA like Matt Gates? Go ahead and expel him. I hope he runs, I hope he gets VP. But I don't think you're going to be able to expel him anyway. Let's get into this story. A faction within the Republican Rhino Party is reportedly considering the expulsion of Representative Matt Gates based on anticipated findings from an upcoming House ethics report. I don't know how you can expel somebody who's voted by the people, but apparently there's ways to do it. Multiple unnamed because they're cowards, and another word that rhymes with wussy and starts with P, Unnamed House Republicans have reportedly stated that they want Gates gone from the caucus. Oh, well, see, they're going to get him from caucuses first. Expelling him from Congress would be very difficult. He'd have to actually break a law. A recent report cited an unnamed House Republican stating that the caucuses want Matt Gates gone, indicating a willingness to use an ongoing ethics committee investigation into Matt Gates as grounds for his expulsion. The investigation is reportedly probing allegations of sexual misconduct, illicit drug use, or any other misconduct by Matt Gates. You guys remember Madison Cawthorn? Remember Madison Cawthorn? The Republicans are the ones that actually made it so Madison Cawthorn was not a representative again. They did everything they could to put up anti-Cawthorn uh, ads and work with Democrats behind door- closed doors to get rid of him. Why? Because he was good. That's why. Did he do some screwed up stuff? I'm sure he did. He's a young guy. He's a young guy with a bunch of popularity in Washington, D.C. Of course, he's probably made some mistakes. You tell me you don't. You tell me you don't. As we're approaching 4,400, Eli, can you believe it? By the way, if anybody's just joining in, uh, we have an Eli cam. Now, there it is. Everybody, there's, uh, there's producer Eli over in the corner. That's him in the corner. That's him in the spotlight with crappy audio mics. <laughs> we'll get it fixed. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick, quick break to highlight two of our very special, very um, honored partners here on LFA TV. And the first one is Brickhouse Nutrition's Field of Greens. Outside of Gold Co., they are our longest-running partner here at LFA. And guess what? No amount of complaining by any amount of crybaby rhinos or Democrats is ever going to get Field of Greens or any of our other partners to pull their sponsorship, especially here on Rumble. That alone is a reason to try them if you have not yet. The other reason, I'm living proof of it. Look at the weight I've lost. Frankie was here this weekend. Producer Frankie was here in New Hampshire this weekend. He was helping us put the studio together uh, so we could get it done in time. And he looked at my driver's license. My, my wallet was sitting out um, on the table and my driver's license was showing. And I looked like a hippopotamus. I didn't look like the hip-hop patriot. I looked like the hippo patriot. And uh, Frankie said, this must have been before Field of Greens, huh? I said, yeah. So you can noticeably see a big difference um, in the pictures. But not only weight loss, ladies and gentlemen, like I said earlier on, rise up. Garbage in, garbage out. You put good in, and you're going to get good results. You put bad in, you're going to get bad results. It's not only food. That's with everything. Food, drink, TV, uh, music, everything. Garbage in, garbage out. Well, you know what? In this case, you're putting in good, and you're expelling garbage. Right out of your, uh, your entire system, your lymph node system, everything will be pure and clean with Field of Greens, Promo code LFA on fieldofgreens.com and you get 15% off. Thank you, Patsy Boatwright, for the $30 donation. We love you. God bless you. Gina said, I've lost 11 pounds in one month and have not changed my eating habits. Thank you, Field of Greens. 
And the other promo code that you can use LFA on is 4Patriots.com, ladies and gentlemen. 4Patriots.com, solar power, food, survival food, whatever it is that you need, well, you can get it at 4Patriots.com. And they are, exper- they are um, celebrating their 15th anniversary. 15 years this great company has been around. And in 15 years, they have built some unstoppable, made-in-America, amazing products the solar power generators are probably the biggest lifesavers that you, outside of the survival food that you could ever get. Outside of the survival food. So ladies and gentlemen, whether it's the solar-powered flashlights, whether it's the solar-powered generators, whether it's the solar-powered little tiny uh, power cells, 4Patriots.com, promo code LFA, gets you a 10% discount. And every time you purchase something on 4Patriots, that's the number, 4Patriots.com then a portion of your purchase goes to a veteran. It is a win-win, win-win. Not the win-win that AOC talked about, a better win-win. A win-win for just you and me and that beautiful company called Four Patriots. Rumble this video, ladies and gentlemen, as we're getting into the second half of the show. Merrick Garden Gnome Garland, and I don't have my little bobblehead of him here, thank God. He continues to say, there are not two sets of justice systems. And anybody who thinks that is absolutely stupid. We have the same justice for everybody under the rule of law. You believe that, Eli? Let's find out. We do not have one rule for Republicans and another rule for Democrats. We don't have one rule for foes and another for friends. We don't have one rule for the powerful and another for the powerless, for the rich or for the poor. Really? (laughs) let me just get this straight. Hunter Biden, crackhead, traitor, money launderer, fraud, illegal foreign agent, human trafficker, drug addict, buying guns when he shouldn't be. He's on the streets with secret secret service protection. You, mom and dads, said, I don't want my child being taught sex and how to be a racist in fourth grade. Up, domestic violent extremist. Case closed. I don't need to even say anything anymore. I don't even need to spend another ounce on that dirt bag. So what I'll do is I'll go and talk about another dirt bag by the name of Gavin Newsom, governor of California. Gavin Newsom has made an announcement, ladies and gentlemen, and no, that announcement is not that he's running for president, at least not yet, or vice president with Michelle Obama. Nope, he's going to appoint a woman, Eli. Get... <laughs> Remember Napoleon Dynamite? Remember uh, Kip's girlfriend? What was her name? LaFonda? LaFonda. Well, this girl's name's LaFonza. LaFonza Butler is her name. And she... Ladies and gentlemen, Newsom wants to appoint her to fill Dianne Feinstein's Senate seat. She currently lives in Maryland and is a registered voter there. But Gavin Newsom wants her to move to California. LaFonza, not, not, not LaFonda from Napoleon Dynamite. LaFonza, ladies and gentlemen, he wants her to be the new senator for California. And what they'll do then is they'll, uh, they'll, they'll bring her in. And then after that, they'll have uh, Adam Schiff run in the next open um, election for that Senate seat. But for right now, let's go to this video. Roll it. Hi, I'm LaFonza. I live in Maryland, but I'm going to move to California and be a senator. Time and again, we have been told what choices we can and cannot make. We have come together across race and across place to respond to questions about our rights with clarity and resolve. All right, ladies and gentlemen, well, apparently she's a dual citizen. She lives in California and Maryland. 
And um, I think she checks off all the boxes, right? Woman, black, lesbian, stupid, ignorant, and corrupt. Eli, she hits all of the categories. She'll be just fine. And she's not in a wheelchair. So, you know, one step up from Diane Feinstein. But I guarantee you, you'll be in worse hands with her. Now, ladies and gentlemen, to go from one corrupt pile of crap to another who might be the running mate of Governor Gavin Newsom if he decides to run with Michelle Obama because I still am under the, uh, I'm still under the assumption that Michelle Obama, Michael Obama, will run for president. But we have an update on the Obama chef, ladies and gentlemen. You know the chef that was murdered? I mean, drowned because he couldn't swim. I mean, because he was a swimmer. That guy who died in four feet of water in a pool? Nope. I mean, in, in, in the ocean two miles away? Either way. I don't know. The story's all jumbled up. But we do have an update on this. Now, I told you that he was writing a book. A whistleblower from Barack Obama's late chef Tafari Campbell's family has reportedly come forward revealing that at the time of his mysterious death and drowning at the Obama's Martha Vineyard estate, you know where they kicked out all of the illegal aliens? Campbell had been working on a book. Now, I told you that he was working on a book when he died. I didn't know it was a tell-all book to expose the misdeeds of the Obamas. Now, who would know better than their personal chef who lived with them? He also said to have had a years-long sexual relationship with Barack. Now, when he died, I said that this had to have been a love triangle and that the book that he was writing was probably a tell-all book about their little love triangle. And apparently from a family member, whistleblower says, that's exactly what it was. Wow. Eli, there's no possible way that we could have called a love triangle, huh? There's no possible way that we couldn't, you know, not have thought that Barack Obama was gay. I mean, he married a man. This comes at a time shortly after Larry Sinclair, a homosexual man, alleges that he smoked crack and had an affair with Barack Obama in 1999. It also fits a similar pattern to a little-known case of a man named Donald Young. Guys remember Donald Young? Donald Young was a member of the Obama's church who allegedly had years-long intimate relationships with him as well. In forward to the American public, I mean, excuse me, in the heat of the 2008 campaign, the night before Young was set to come forward to the American public to expose Obama, he was mysteriously shot and murdered. Amazing. In cold blood, what was later deemed to be a home invasion in Chicago. No suspect was ever charged in this murder. This is a major revelation, and it appears that the truth about Barack Obama is finally coming to the mainstream American public. This begs the question, what really happened to Tafari Campbell? He deserves justice. Isn't this all weird, folks? Remember, I've been saying for the longest time, all roads lead to that fudge packer. Right, Eli? Did he ever, I wonder if he packed fudge for a living. Do you think, do you think professionally he maybe packed fudge in Chicago? He was Chicago's finest fudge packer from what I hear. Now, I don't know if he's better at packing fudge than Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg. <laughs> Eli, instead of Pete Buttigieg, <laughs> Pete Buttigieg, Booty Fudge. <laughs> Pete Booty Fudge. Anyway, I don't know who's the best fudge packer, but I guess we'll find out. And I think we're going to find out a lot more than that. You know, like Michelle Obama is running for president. Now, when the King Fudge Packer of Chicago was asked, is your husband wife running for president? He was very quiet. Now, you know Barack Hussein Obama. Anytime he can talk about his husband wife, he will, right? Michelle, uh, she's a lot better than me. Uh, Michelle raised our daughters that aren't really ours. And I'm the best fudge packer in Chicago. I'm the King Fudge Packer. Anyway, he was uh, seen this weekend and asked, 
Is your husband, wife going to run? For, well, I don't think they said that. They said, is your wife going to run for president? Mum is the word when it comes to that question, apparently. Roll it. Oh, oh shit. Barack. 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 Hey, Barack. Barack, is Barack. Michelle running for president? Yeah. Yeah. We have an autograph. Can you sign, Barack? Yeah, photo, Barack. Is Michelle running for president? It's not the answer that Mike, uh, Obama gave because he didn't. I don't even know what he said. It's the fact that reporters are asking it. Reporters are asking if Michelle Obama is running for president. Now, why would they do that? Why would they need to do that? Why would they do that? Why would reporters outside of LFA TV, who's been saying it for months, ask that if it wasn't widely expected to happen? Because I believe it is. I believe it's going to happen. And I also believe that the running mate for Michelle Obama will be Gavin Newsom. But that's just my guess. I don't really know about the running mate so much as I really do believe, though, that Michael Obama will be running. Now, ladies and gentlemen... We got to move right along here because a lot of things happened Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and today. And I, had, and I didn't work Thursday night and I didn't work Friday night, so I got a lot to talk about. The next thing I'd like to talk about is James O'Keefe. OMG strikes again, this time against Vanguard. Now, if you guys remember, BlackRock and Vanguard, these are two companies that desperately need to be not on planet Earth. Okay? Because Vanguard and BlackRock are the ones that literally control everybody and everything and work alongside the CCP to do it. So anytime we can expose Vanguard or BlackRock, we love it. James O'Keefe does just that. Roll it. Engaging in possible discrimination against Christians. If we're doing all that gay pride uh, flags and all that transgender stuff, like why don't we have Christian stuff all over? They're not the same. How is that not the same? Now Vanguard has publicly distributed and published DEI documentation on their website where they list crew resource groups or what they call CRGs. There's BOLD, the Black Organization for Leadership and Dialogue. There's HALA, that's Hispanic, Latino. There's LEAP, Leadership Engagement for Asian Professionals. There's OPEN, which promotes LGBTQ plus crew and empowerment allies. Much like in the case of Best Buy, there is a group for every demographic except white applicants at Vanguard. Now, we're not sure what people would think if you can imagine a special enablement program geared exclusively towards white applicants. Now, OMG reached out to Larry Drury, who's listed as the chief marketing officer or head of institutional marketing for Vanguard. We asked him, we'd like to know, we'd like you to have the opportunity to explain the program and whether you feel it may adversely impact certain ethnic groups or have any unintended consequences after implementation. We're waiting to hear back. And we're also waiting to hear from whistleblowers and insiders within Vanguard on this program. We know we've had people record BlackRock. Now it's time to expose the big three. That's right. It is. And it's, those big three are Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock. Vanguard, State Street, and BlackRock. And I'm going to tell you what. You start going after them you might find yourself at the bottom of a lake having lunch with Seth Rich. But James O'Keefe is fearless. And like he's always said, my mentor, Breitbart, always said, run into the flames. Now, speaking of flames, this flamer right here, Justin Trudeau. (laughs) Hey, Eli, (laughs) how'd you like that? How'd you like that transition? Tell me that wasn't fire. Beautiful, Clark. Beautiful. This flamer, Justin Trudeau, is now, ladies and gentlemen, moving into his next phase of controlling information and population. The Trudeau government will now be regulating podcasters and track content and subscribers. The tyrannical order after Trudeau restricted access to news in Canada last August. The guy just honored a Nazi in the House Parliament building. Honored him. Oops. And now, now 
He's coming after people like me in Canada, of course. He can't touch me here. This should come as no surprise. Justin Trudeau froze bank accounts of truckers. Remember when they were protesting the vaccine and the masks and all that? The Trudeau government announced that being pro-Trump was a factor that they would use to freeze accounts. Look what they're doing to Jordan Peterson right now. So if you're a Trump supporter in Canada, they will work with social media like they've been doing here in America, which they don't have the right to do, and they will freeze your accounts. Remember, I told you this was all coming. CRT, racism, orange man bad, all that will be all you're allowed to talk about on podcasts in Canada. Coming soon, I suggest that Canada revolts immediately. Now, from one douche to another, actually, we went from Gavin Newsom, we went from Barack Obama to Gavin Newsom to Justin Trudeau, and it's only right, ladies and gentlemen, that we go to another one right in the same line, and that is Governor Ron DeSantis. Jeremy, come on. Ron DeSantis is far better than those guys. Is he? Is he? Who's better? The person who comes out and says, yeah, this is me and this is who I am and I'm proud of it, or the person who says, yeah, this is me, this is who I am and I'm lying about every bit of it? Which one do you respect more? I don't respect Governor um, Ron DeSantis at all. And over the weekend, ladies and gentlemen, he uh, went on another show that I don't respect anymore, Maria Bartiromo in her shrill voice. She belongs on The View, by the way. He said, I will never be Trump's VP. Ever. Hey, Ron DeLuzer. Nobody cares. Uh, I'm a loser. And your polls show it. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Ladies and gentlemen, he will never be, ever, Trump's VP. Ever. You just heard President Trump. He said that his VP candidate was not on that stage. Let me begin right there, Governor. If President Trump came to you and said, let's partner up, you'd be my VP. Would you do it? No, I'm, I'm running for president. We need somebody that can serve two terms. We need somebody that can win states like Georgia and Arizona, which President Trump cannot do or did not do, even though candidates like McCain and Romney had no problem winning those states. We need somebody who, and I'm the only one running, including Donald Trump, everything I've promised the voters that I would do as governor of Florida, uh, I've delivered on. We delivered ba- uh, budget surpluses, paying down debt, tax cuts, school choice, parents' rights, banning sanctuary cities, expanding Second Amendment rights, all and all down the line. Uh, I promise and I deliver. And that's really what we need because the country is in decline. Uh, we can't just manage this decline a little bit better than the Democrats. We need to reverse the decline. But that means you've got to get in there and actually get all this stuff done. Uh, and I'm the candidate that's, that can get, do that. And that's why I'm running. And I think that with all due respect to Donald Trump, uh, we're not going to beat the Democrats by adopting Joe Biden's basement strategy. Yeah. You can't just be missing in action. You've got to show up. Uh, you got to earn people's votes. Uh, and if you're not willing to do that, uh, voters will take notice uh, as we get closer to these contests. He does show up. Because he doesn't show up to your stupid little RNC setup debate doesn't mean he's not talking to voters. As a matter of fact, while you were there talking to Fox News about your stupid policies that nobody cares about that won't win anyways— and most of them are Trump's anyways, you copycat. He's out there actually talking to voters. Basement strategy? That man is in more states a day than you've been in a month. That man has more people in a crowd in one crowd than you've had your entire uh, candidacy combined. Oh, and let's talk about your accomplishments. None of those would have been able to happen None of those promises would have, able, would have been able to be kept had not Donald Trump saved your butt. Had not Donald Trump came in at the last moment and literally boosted you ahead of a crackhead who got caught, passed out on the floor of a hotel, all drugged up. You couldn't even beat him. And the only reason you won re-election was because you adopted his policies because you knew outside of it you couldn't. Ron DeSantis, even though I don't have them with me today, right now, you're going to get the Dumb Dumb Award of the day. Go ahead and roll it. Dumb Dumb Award of the day goes to him. Nobody asked you to be Trump's VP. Nobody cares. Now, while you're running for, floor, while you're running for president, 
People in Florida are actually continuing to do their job. You know, like get child traffickers off the streets. By the way, ladies and gentlemen, 35 illegal immigrants were just arrested among 219 others in a child human trafficking operation in Polk County, Florida, Florida. And do you know, Eli, that among those people, Disney employees and teachers were in there. Disney employees and teachers were in this child and human trafficking operation in Polk County, Florida. 219 total arrested. Roll this. Do you think there are more victims out there? There certainly are more victims out there, and, and we are always on the search for victims. Many times those that are forced into being victims of human traffickers are scared to death of the trafficker. For example, in this one occasion, the, the lady that was the human trafficker, she's from the same area in Venezuela. She gave the implicit idea that I know your family. So shouldn't Ron DeSantis be in Florida helping deal with this kind of crap that's going on? Or how about the insurance prices that you guys are paying or the taxes that you guys are paying? There's a lot of problems in Florida. Don't let this man uh, get you to think that there's not. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we go, I'd like to say um, a big shout out again to one more of our amazing sponsors, and that is EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how many of you actually have where uh, this beautiful breathing machine where innovation meets technology and literally wipes out all of the smells, all of the bad uh, uh viruses that come in and out of your house from people coming over, kids coming to and fro from school. Envirocleanse.com, ladies and gentlemen, is going to get you exactly what you need. Peace of mind, peace of sleep, peace of breathing, peace of all of it. So I don't have a lot of time, but please go to Envirocleanse.com. That is, no, EKPure, excuse me. EKPure.com. That's EKPure.com. Use promo code LFA and get yours today. And we're going to close out the show, Eli, with this video right here. And from Ultramaga, roll it. Do you know anybody who trusts the government anymore? There's a reason for that. And by the way, it's not just Democrats you should blame. The vast majority of the Russian collusion investigation occurred during the first two years of this administration. Who ran the government then? At the time, Republicans controlled both houses of Congress and every single committee by definition. They had the power to expose this hoax and to shut it down, but they did not. It's Lindsey Graham and Mitch McConnell and Richard Burr and so many of the other useless Senate Republicans. Total phonies. They didn't really do anything. Richard Burr. Uh, he is calling uh, Don Trump Jr. back. Senator Burr, who's well-respected, he doesn't want to be lied to. He wants to get to the bottom of what happened. The Republican Senator Richard Burr had served the president's son with a subpoena. Can you explain why the Republican would want to do that? Gowdy disputes Trump's spy claim. No, I think Gowdy's appearance was disgraceful. According to Gowdy, the FBI ran it by the book how the Americans would have wanted them to run the investigation. Really? Give, give me a break. You said, I am even more convinced that the FBI did exactly what Americans would want them to do. There was no spy. Have you seen any evidence of that? I have not. I would think you would want the FBI to find out whether or not there was any validity to what those people were saying. The FBI did exactly what my fellow citizens would want them to do. He says the FBI did exactly what we should want them to do. The number one question I get asked from Americans is why no one has gone to jail and been held accountable. It was Paul Ryan and Trey Gowdy that wouldn't give us that subpoena power. We didn't send out a single subpoena, not one. I supported the Mueller investigation because I didn't know. Senator, we're talking about a shredding of constitutional law due process that we would ever have. You say that Mueller is a good guy, right? That's been my experience, yes. And you'll do anything necessary to protect him from being uh, interfered with? Uh, absolutely. Well, and it's all been there. Where's Director Ray, though? I've got a lot of people yelling at me tonight. He's not doing his job. And you'll do anything necessary to protect him? Uh, absolutely. Somebody that every American should trust. Mr. Mueller. These people, the Lindsey Grahams, the Mitch McConnells, the Kevin McCarthy's, the Trey Gowdy's, the all these people, you have no idea how deep they are in the swamp, ladies and gentlemen. But I'm going to end the show the same way I say it all the time. You ready? We're coming for you. Eli's over there whistling, and I can hear it on my mic, and it's really ticking me off. We're coming for you. We're coming for each and every one of you. Eli's got to get used to the fact that we're in the same room now. All right, guys. 
Ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Mike Crispy's already started, so I got to go. Make sure you jump right out of this show and go right into his. God bless each and every single one of you. Thank you so very much for being here today. Remember, folks, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close, and whatever you do, ladies and gentlemen, outside of going to watch Mike Crispy next, keep spreading that gospel. I love each and every one of you. God bless you. Peace out.